I'm gonna get throw up. You like the way I'm screwing you? You want me to keep you want me to continue to screw you with my penis? Like when I was in college, she already had meth teeth. I could have I could have fucked her. Double explosion. Hello and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am your host, Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining us for the program, episode 88 of the show. If you would like to contact us, you can do that via email, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. You can leave us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS. You can like our Facebook page, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast, on Facebook. And you can also subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get the show, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast. This this week, our one of our listeners, one of my internet friends, Corey, at Fido's on Twitter, reached out to me and he was like, hey, that... that um, segment you did last week the the rain city jack segment was really funny he's like you should cut that into just a shorter segment and post it so that people can see it and share it because then you know it's not a whole show it's just a piece of a show a, a, a promotional item if you will so we did that that's on our facebook page that's on the website theballerlifestyle.com it's a it's a snippet of the show from last week that you can share with your friends who aren't, you know, a lot of people haven't heard of podcasts, aren't aware of podcasts, and a, and a whole hour of something seems daunting. So, I mean, we could do a shorter show, but we got a lot, we got a lot of shit to say. Um, so, think about doing that. Check out that that one segment of the show. Share it with some friends. It's on the Facebook page and it's on the website as well. Uh, joining me now, as always, Ed Daly. Ed, how's it going? I'm okay, um, but uh, you know, I've I've been on the record that I'm not outraged at stuff. You're not into outrage. No, I'm fine. Really, what matters? There's there's not much that actually matters for Very people little. to get outraged. Um, I even like even though the guy was an asshole, like I I didn't care half as much about the Cecil the lion and like these animals. Like eh, they're just assholes. Fine, but I do. I am on board with the outrage over this fucking hedge fund guy who who hiked up the AIDS drug. Oh, what a douche. From 13 bucks to $750. Like just to me like that everybody needs to pile on that and think about that when they're they're voting and they think, "Hey, yeah, you know, capitalism should succeed in every walk of life. Like some shit needs to be regulated." Um it's true. Like the government needs to be there. Sometimes because there's no one, there's no one that's saying this guy had a legitimate reason to raise the prices that much. They're like, oh no, he's gouging. It's just gouging, plain and simple. And like it happens in other ways, but like this is just the most egregious and the most like high profile thing. But yeah, it's a guy who like thinks, well, I'm okay with some gay guys dying as long as I can get a new Lambo. Like He's just he's a he's a fucking just a, a bankrupt morally bankrupt person. Right. Or I can boost my profits so I can flip this company that I've acquired that makes this drug based on the profits of a seven hundred dollar pill versus a thirteen dollar pill. Yeah. But he's uh, he's yeah. just fucking garbage. But like I feel like the <laughs> the 
the internet mob, I feel, is already dying down on this guy. And is like, Cecil the lion. I mean, lions aren't even nice to people. No, lions are killers. Yeah, they are killers. And people were fucking ripping their hair out over that dentist for, like, weeks. This, this, the cycle on this, this pill guy lasted, like, you know, 30, 40 hours. I mean, the, the lion guy was a pretty big douche. Did you see huge, those huge teeth? Huge douche. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I have a bigger problem with the fact that he had those whitened teeth. Yeah, but, and, and, the, and the very, like, closely cl- cropped hairdo with the, with the, uh, the Euro-style glasses. Very nat- natty dresser. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was, he was a real problem. And he, he, he should be shamed and all. But I just, I feel like people are already running out of steam because, like, they thought, like, the internet outrage would get him, and that just fueled this guy, and, like, it was revealed, oh, no, this guy is a proud asshole. Yeah, he's, he, he, he didn't back down, and it turns out this isn't the, he's done this with another drug. There's, like, a, some yeah, kidney yeah. disease drug that he has a patent for, too. But come on, I mean, I, you know, it's not that I've sent any messages or anything, but, no. like... Come on, outrage machine! Keep it going on this guy. Keep it going on your politicians. Like this, this cannot happen. It's yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this one. I mean, all we got to do is get some socialized medicine in this country, like every other civilized place on the planet. Cut the fucking insurance companies out of the game, and we're in business. No, we can't do that. Oh shit! That's he- right. Heaven forbid. We just alienated like eighty percent of our audience. <laughs> Not Don't me. We have- I didn't say that. Hey. Don't we have a lot of Texas people? Like I don't, I don't. We, we do see that. A, lot of, a lot of Texas. We, we, we will. I'll do something to make it up for that's, you guys later. That's Just, that's the my... that's the turd in the podcast punch bowl right that's there. That's Right, my bad. <laughs> uh, okay, Ed, we got some we got some emails. I'm I'm not uh, okay. This one's from not Danton Holden. Mm-hmm. One of our biggest fans. We're gonna hear from the biggest fan of the show in a few minutes. But not Danton Holden, right up there. He's like a top three fan. And he <laughs> sent this on Twitter. Hey, guys, can you list your top five hot ladies you would risk throat cancer to get with? Hashtag throat cancer worthy. Hashtag Whoa. team giver. Like, Those are terrible hashtags. I don't think I would knowingly risk throat cancer to get with any ladies. That is that is a the the list is zero people for me. I think I think he's asking us which like celebrity chicks we want to bone. Is that okay. like okay? Is that where he's going? Who who are a couple of your it. favorites? Ed. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I'm at twelve, so I don't have right. a list of hot chicks. Right. I like, don't that's, really either. I don't like. I I see women on on the street. I see women on TV and yeah. movies, yeah. and like I'm like wow. You know, she's really hot. But, like, I don't know. Like, the celebrity crush thing, like, I feel like, you know, like, I got my uh, eighth grade diploma. And, like, I I didn't have that celebrity crush thing anymore. They're all kind of the same to me. I will say that, like, when Amanda Peterson died. That one stung because she was was right in that time frame. Yeah, she – that was, like, a coming of age moment. For me, you know, it was like, oh my gosh, I have crushes on girls. You know, I saw that movie and I'm like, oh, I, I, something's weird. Like, I, I think I want to have sex with her. What's, what's happening to me? But um, I was like trying yeah. to think, like when it, when I first saw it, I was like, do I have a list? And then I was like, I don't know who's hot. Uh, like if yeah. I were to make a list, like I, I, that Indian chick from Slumdog was pretty hot. Like, She's which, hot. She's which, really beautiful. Which, which, um, Linda Pinto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like I her. I don't know. My wife's old assistant. Like I, I you know, I just be, I just be grasping at yes. things. Like I don't, 
I don't know if I have like a list. I don't think I could do it. That's kind of the same. Well, I'm, and I'm not the only one to come up with that. When, but when people talk about, and I know someone's used this in their act before, so I'm not not pretending that I came up with this idea. But uh, you know, when people talk about like having their, you have your free pass. Stuff. You got those free passes in your relationship. Like, who do you get to bang? And I, I I've told my special lady that like. Any like if she's anywhere and like some super handsome like hot actor, someone that's that she might lust after wants to have a go, like she she gets have a free pass. It. Have but, at it. Yeah, I'm not like jealous like that. But mine, I like to keep mine like you know, chick I saw at Starbucks. <laughs> yes, somebody I knew back in the day on Facebook. Like keep them because because there's no way I'm gonna ever be in the proximity of some famous chick and she's going to look at me and go, oh, that like kind of short, uh, stocky guy over there with the close together eyes. I, I really want to <laughs> fuck him. Like, I don't know. There's something about that guy. He's got charisma. I'm not sure what it is, but I want to, it might be the I double can, chin, not positive, but I, I really want to <laughs> fuck that guy. I got to, I got to tell you a, a famous hot chick encounter I had and just tell to me. show, show how bad it would go for me if I really was taking a stab at it. Yes. Uh, uh, when I was in college, my buddy and I, I don't remember the connection, but we were able to spend the day on a movie set and it was Jennifer Aniston's movie, Picture Perfect. And we were yeah. hanging out. We were hanging out with the gaffer, and like those that, guys are salt of the earth. That's the worst movie ever made. That's Jennifer Aniston and Paul Rudd, I believe. And Paul no, Rudd's a no, gay no, guy. No, it oh, was it's the one with Jay Moore. Jay, Jay Moore. Okay, I haven't seen that one. Okay, continue. <laughs> Terrible. That, yeah. I mean, it was not a good movie. Yeah. But we. What was interesting is there was a scene where she has to like be outraged at a at a restaurant and splash water in his face, and. Just imagine, like, they do these takes, like, 20 times. So he's in a dress shirt and tie. And so, like, you can't just, like, get a hairdryer and then do the next take. It's a new so, shirt. New shirt. They have to get a uh, hairdresser. It was this whole thing. And just over and over, everyone watching. And, uh, <laughs> of course, you know, I, I love the, the bit characters that are from 80s things. And so that guy, Kevin Dunn, who's on uh, Veep now, Nora Dunn's brother. Yes. He played Continue. the he played yeah. the Keaton's neighbor in an episode of Family Ties, and I was like, "Hey, so what was it like borrowing Keaton's uh, <laughs> Keaton's uh, drill, or Keaton borrowed your drill and he never returned it?" And he's oh like, my god! What? Like I was just fucking around. But anyway, we finally got a chance to meet. It's because he didn't remember that episode. Of he worked not. on that episode. Because, no, <laughs> it, it was not memorable for him. It yeah. was the episode where the black people moved into the neighborhood and they had this. They, they had the meeting to say, like, oh, hey, right. the black people are vandalized, and all people wanted to do was get their tools back from Stephen Keaton. <laughs> so, <laughs> I totally I remember that. Episode. So anyway, I was just trying to, like, joke around with him, but, like, yeah. you know, it was just blank stare. Anyway, uh, so my buddy and I are, like, getting ready to meet Jennifer Aniston, and you're thinking, like, and she was looking spectacular in this. Oh, God, she's and, so hot. I mean, this was she's, 90, she's 90, 96. She's, know, yeah, she was, she's hashtag I mean, she's looking, cancer she, worthy for me. She looks great now, but like she was looking fantastic oh, yeah. twenty years ago. Sure. Um, and uh, so I'm thinking of like you know clever things to say to her, and then like finally like she gets she like comes by and it's just you know there's there's twenty people who want to meet her that are just hanging around the set, and it was like hi, I, I like your show. <laughs> I was yeah, like oh, okay, right. just keep moving. It's like I wait a second, I don't even like that show. It's a terrible show. 
But like, she, yeah, that, she that's, was right so for the pick and then too, because she was just she was only just famous. Like she was only yeah, hadn't been around right. that long. Yeah, I don't know when Friends started, but like it probably wasn't on that long. Right, that was probably like one of her first movies. Yeah. But yeah, but like yeah, that was my closest encounter, and like you see how I closed the deal there. Totally. Well, uh, <laughs> when I was like sixteen, I, at the rest Mary Stuart Masterson came into the mm. restaurant I worked at. Yeah. And I mean, she kind of smiled at me. She's with like a dude, but I feel like she was giving me some energy, Ed. Like I feel like I'm, if I could have pursued that, yeah, she was like a decade older than me, and I was a child. I feel like there was there was well, some here, sort of magic in that in that smile. Yep, you get people on the way down. That's, that's probably that's the best time. I mean, that's the thing. After her death, you realized we could have had Jennifer uh, Peterson. What, what's her name? Uh, Amanda Peterson. Yeah, we we could have oh, had easy. her. Oh, we could have had true. her for the last quarter century, yeah. and we didn't know it. <laughs> yes, yeah. But the thing like is, like when I was in college, she already had meth teeth. I could have, I could have fucked yes, her. Totally, you could have. <laughs> that's true. That's that's a good point. Uh, so I, I I don't know to answer your question. I yeah, there's like pretty much any super hot chick. Yeah, but I'm not risking. Throat cancer. Like if there's, no, if I'm yeah. feeling like there's a like, chance, like sorry, I, I don't care that much about that act. Like all those Hollywood people, pretty much have herpes and HPV. Like it's pretty well known. So I don't like. I guess you would have to sort of suspend that, like compartmentalize yeah. that, and just go for it. The thing is, if you're going to run into one of these famous chicks, I don't think you have. A, you're not going to have a ton of time. That's so true. I'm I'm gonna pick the thing I like doing best over <laughs> the thing that might give me throat cancer. Yes, that's a good point. You I'm know? gonna I'm gonna ha- bring bring take the dental dam out of my wallet and get to work because I carry one. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, this is another one. This is from our our guy Fido's who who we mentioned earlier. Uh, I saw the surviving cast members of Good Times recently had a reunion. Since movies he's been in have been mentioned many times on the podcast, American Flyers, Die Hard 2, Coming to America, how fucking old is James Evans Jr., John Amos? This is a good one, Ed. Cleo McDowell. Yeah. McDowell's, he's very... All right, so that was, yeah. I, that was 87, 88? What do you think uh, that might um, That was, yeah, around then, yeah. So I would 27, say 20, 27, 28 years ago. Yeah. Uh, I and his daughter there, the older daughter, had to be like twenty five at least, at least, and yeah. it it looked believable. It wasn't one of these weird, yeah, situations. So he had to be. I mean, he was probably fifty five then. Yeah, that would be my guess. He had grown and established a neighborhood business. He had. He was a man in the community. He was. He, he was, was a decrepit, but he was an older gentleman. He was older. He was, he was balding. I would say I would agree with that. He was fifty five years old so, in nineteen eighty seven. So add twenty eight to that. He's eighty three. Happy eighty third birthday, John Amos. Eighty three years old, John Amos. Okay, and the first suggestion. I love this. I googled John Amos. The first suggestion: age. <laughs> John Amos age. Wow, Ed. How close? This one's going to come as a bit of a shocker. Okay. 
December 27th, 1939. John Amos is 75 years old. 75. Put so it in perspe- I'm going to put it in four- perspective oh, no. for you, oh, no. Ed. Yeah. Because it says right here on the Google page, Jimmy Walker is 68 years old, which would have mean, mean Seth? That, that Mr. Evans fathered his oldest son, Jimmy Walker, at seven years old. And well, you got to remember when we did our little draft thing, and one of the questions was who would you, which sitcom character would you have in a prison riot? And I picked James Evans because that's, that's that guy one. was hard as fucking he steel. He was. So he, he went did, up there to work on that pipeline. If there, if there was ever going to be a seven-year-old able to father Jimmy Walker, it was going to be that guy. I totally agree. 70, 75 years old. So rewind. What's seventy-five minus twenty-eight? Is well, that right? Yeah, he was forty-seven. <laughs> he was, like his, yeah. he was 47. forty-seven. He was seven years older than you, and whoa, whoa, and whoa. eight years older than me. Yes, yes, that's pretty impressive. Uh, good. <laughs> How fucking old is this guy, Fido's? And here's another one. Hey guys, as your number one fan, <laughs> uh, and I gotta agree, this guy probably is our number one fan. No, no offense to Danton Holden or Mark the Nomad uh, or Rome Show. Or even Fido's, but this guy right here, probably our number one fan. As your number one fan, I'm feeling nostalgic as you guys get closer and closer to episode 100. I hey, what, must, episode, what episode is this? This is 88. Ooh. I must say that some of the greatest moments on the show, in my opinion, harken back to the old days for me. Simpler times, really. When you guys weighed in on the weirdo who put up the, quote, eating lunch sign at his desk. That was a pretty good one. <laughs> that was or, a great one. Or when you judged the creep who microwaves fish oh, at the office. I know who that creep is. You. <laughs> Me. That's right. I, I, I microwave shrimp today at the oh, office. Oh, you're such an asshole. Shrimp, shrimp curry. Oh, my God. Curry. <laughs> yes. It was a double, double whammy. Or the narcissist who doesn't put his shopping cart back in the proper place in supermarket parking lots. I always do that, by the way. Yeah. The thing I enjoyed most is getting your expert opinions on where these mutations in our gene pool shake out amongst the worst people ever list. I'm hoping for a comeback of this segment, so I'm going to try to kick it off here. As the relationship show of record, can you guys tell me where this horror ranks in the annals of worst significant other ever? Your wife slash girlfriend slash significant other hashtag I don't discriminate against bears or sandwiches who celebrates, no, more importantly, tries to get you to acknowledge and celebrate his or her half birthday. Oh. Continued, your wife slash girlfriend slash significant other, who about a month before their birthday starts talking about their birthday weekend or birthday week. I'm not talking about teenagers either, boys. Opinions? P.S., I put an ec- I put extra periods in the ellipses of this email just so the part-time uh, grammarian Easy Ed Daily himself head would explode. Uh, that is from Damac himself, Sarah. Sarah, thank you very much for that email. Ed, I don't know. I've never heard of this half birthday bullshit. I I I mean I haven't heard of an actual like party for it, but it was not too long ago. Uh, 
Michelle mentioned to to my kids, she's like, "Hey, it's Daddy's half birthday," which was sep- September 11th. I was like, "Yeah, let's let's have a party. Let's go out. Let's let's really live it up. Let's let's show the world that this is a big day for everybody to celebrate." <laughs> Get some balloons. Yeah. Hey, we did it. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know, the but ha- that whole birthday week shit. Yeah, like th- that I know about. It's terrible, but it's less terrible when it's a woman. But sometimes you see guys. No, no way. Like stretching stuff out. Like, hey, we're gonna go golfing. We're gonna no. do this and that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it won't even. I mean, if it's a milestone birthday, and you're like, hey, let's go, let's go on a trip. You know, maybe yeah. some people doing this or that for, but like you see people celebrating like their thirty fourth birthday. No, no <laughs> like it's not. hey, congrats, no. you outlived Jesus. Like let's let's go have a four day celebration. Um, yeah, or you or like Adrian Peterson throws himself a yeah, white wait. party where he shows up on a camel. But that wasn't a. I don't think he was turning thirty. It was like just I think some he random like birthday. Twenty eight or twenty nine. Yeah, and he's got a camel. Yes, and celebrities and the whole just a lot going on, and it's like this this birthday. What? So you outlived Jim Morrison? Great for you. Yeah, good for you. You're you're gonna have brain damage in five year in, five years anyway. Uh, t- to answer this question for our number one listener, Sarah, uh, clearly our number one listener, <laughs> um, I would have to say this: these people are monsters, male or female. I guess. Females, you know, they're a little more into their feelings. They're a little more sensitive. They're into themselves a little bit more. So they're allowed to maybe celebrate some birthdays like into their twenties, I guess. But I will say, I yes, I I cash in on my birthday each year. Like there's there's a couple things that I want to get out of my birthday. One is the time, obvious time alone. Oh, sex, right. blowjob, yeah, like. I'm I'm getting sex on my birthday, yeah, like yeah, that's for sure. So it's like, yeah, I am celebrating my birthday there, and I'm also going to pick whatever you know, restaurant or something like that. Like yeah. I'm I'm going to cash in on like this is this is my preference day, that kind of thing. I so, agree. I like to try to get in around a golf or like just yeah, you, know, you can something cash in on it. Do that. No one can say no to what you want to do. But the that celebrations day. where you're sh- shaming people for not showing up. Like all that bullshit, like Sending you're a horrible You're a horrible person. Money. Yes. You're uh, a horrible person. Agree. And anything anything where you want to celebrate yourself a lot. That's right. You know, like, hey, everybody come and shower me with praise and buy me the, drinks and really make it all about me. You're a bad the, person. The more <laughs> horrible. And the mo- I'm just thinking while you said that, the most uncomfortable I think I've ever been in my life was my wedding day when like there were a bunch of guests that are like all focused on you the worst and it's it's very awkward the yes. first dance it's like what i don't like dancing anyway now i have a bunch of people staring at watching me dancing. you dance awful terrible uh yeah so these are all the worst people sarah and guys take a but, cue we're life coaches here if you if you want to weigh in on some of the worst people or more importantly you want us to weigh in Reach out, send us an email, mailbag at thebarlifestyle.com. And we, and got, say, we got some good ones. I remember when we were doing this a uh, few months back, but like, yeah, shamings, that, that's, that's a missing part of our society. We need shamings. Agree. I, and I, mean, I, I, I have someone, yes. I have someone that needs to be shamed. Okay. In the news a lot, yes. it's the goddamn Pope. <laughs> oh, fuck the Pope. 
Listen, Fuck the Pope. We are putting up with a lot of this guy's bullshit right now, and it is hemorrhaging amounts of money that is being spent to to protect this guy. Yeah. In three cities like DC, Philly, and New York, and it's traffic. You know, yeah. commerce is getting fucked yes. up, and like I read, like uh, journalists have to pay five grand to to be on the plane with the Pope, and all all these crazy things. Me- meanwhile, he's dripping with gold and silk. Yes, I, anyone who's been to Vatican City, it is disgusting how much gold and like just unnecessary like golden handles to some bullshit broom closet like that place is covered in money and he can't ride with his own security detail and also like why is he getting more protection than the president i mean her like he if if somebody shoots the pope it's it's not a good thing but like why is that on us it should be him he's traveling he he should have his own security detail also i don't like his reputation as the cool pope he's like oh hey this guy's a cool pope that's because the last pope was a goddamn nazi yeah he was a nazi and so like this pope he won time man of the year because he took the catholic church out of the 19th century exactly yeah keep in mind gays not allowed to marry women are second-class citizens there I mean, there's a million things that are still, like, yeah. way behind. Like, hey, I brought the Catholic Church into the 1930s. Give me time, man of the year. Yeah, also, all the impoverished third world nations of the, wor- of the world, all you Catholics out there in Honduras and Guatemala and yeah. all these places where you're poor as shit, don't wrap it up. Jesus is not down with wrapping up because he wants you to make more Catholics. We need lots and lots of Catholics to tithe every week. Fuck That's right. that. right. Yeah, these dirt poor countries are donating money so he can have a new throw rug, that's and that's right. their that's their gross domestic product. Wrap your dicks up, Honduras. You heard that's me, right. Nicaragua. That's right. that's right. Stop. You guys can't afford kids. Stop having them. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yes. that's my that's my first uh, shame. Re- the Pope. That's a great re- shaming. Re kicking off our shame, and yes, please, just suggestions. You don't even have to do more than send us a couple words on Twitter. Yeah. Just, what do you who needs think to be about shamed? This guy. We got yeah. it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. We're bringing back the shaming. We'll shame. Or maybe we disagree. Maybe yeah. you're shaming the wrong people out there. We'll let you know. That's fine. But we, we want shame. Reach out. Okay. Ed, what's going on in the world of sports? All right, in January, Seahawks overcame Russell Wilson's horrible performance to defeat the Green Bay Packers and go to the Super Bowl. After the game, Wilson thanked God for making him throw four interceptions just so the victory would be sweeter. When told of Wilson's quote, Aaron Rodgers scoffed and said, I don't think God cares a whole lot about the outcome. I don't think he's a big football fan. (laughs) Well, on Sunday night, the two teams had a rematch, and Rodgers-Packers soundly defeated the Seahawks. In his post-game press conference, Rodgers went out of his way to thank Wilson's Lord and Savior. Uh, quote, and then, getting help from God, Rodgers said, I think God was a Packer fan tonight, so he was taking care of us. Brian, is this an A or an A-plus trolling of the shithead behind center in Seattle? It's pretty high. Like, Aaron Rodgers, sure, he's from Northern California, and he wears undershirts. But it turns out... This guy's not all that bad. I like, always hated him because he's the guy who yells at his receivers every incomplete pass. Well, now I feel like that's 
pretty like no one does that more than Philip Rivers or Peyton Manning. Yeah, like, and I find those guys to be dicks when they do it. But like, I, I gotta I say, agree, yes. this story like pretty much turned me around on that guy. Yeah, this guy. Plus, he's banging that Olivia Munn. Who, if I had been one of the people to look at those hacked iCloud pictures, which I am not one of those people, but if I had <laughs> been one of those people to succumb to temptation and look at those pictures, I would know that Olivia Munn is fantastically naughty. Mm. Like, very, very, like, if you're in a relationship with her, you have a robust, healthy sex life. And it's, so I tried so hard to just avoid this, but, like, when you mention this, it's yes. so tempting to just invade privacy. I will, if I had a link, I would definitely not send it to you because that's not cool. Yeah. So I won't do that, but just... <laughs> Take it from me, if I were the kind of person that looked at those pictures, which yeah. I'm not, because yeah. that's bad. Yeah, that's terrible. That's an invasion of privacy. Uh, good for Aaron Rodgers. And f- this needs to be this needs to be broadcast to every sport, every athlete of every faith. I know you guys like have this, and you want you. It's a thing for you, and it's great. But I don't care who you believe in. God does not is ha- ha- not rooting for you. No, he's, he's not. not into the outcome. The he's only- not counting which side said more prayers before the game before he decides who makes an interception. He didn't make Mike McCarthy the master of panic just so Russell Wilson could win the Super Bowl I mean, or win the NFC Championship game. Can you imagine the fucking ego? On Russell Wilson, yes. like if he really believes this, he yeah. believes that 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 God was going to set up this whole plan that would get Packers fans really excited for the Super Bowl to rip it away, just so the victory would taste sweeter for Russell Wilson. God, oh my God, who was allows terrible. the daily rape and murder of children all across his creation, was really hoping for Russell Wilson to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, and and it should it. It also has to be said that every time we can find a story turning Russell Wilson into a punching bag, we will do it to lead He's the a show. Douche. Also, they're zero and two, which is great. Okay, yeah, that's great. What else is going on? Minnesota Vikings and their human mascot Ragnar have broken off negotiation negotiations as the team felt the long bearded Viking slash biker and the club were too far apart. Ragnar posted a picture of himself in full gear Sunday with the horns on his head, watching the game at home. Uh, and an interesting side note I noticed from that picture, the picture of the game had a uh, closed captioning. So maybe Ragnar is getting hard little, of hearing. Yeah. He might have some hearing problems or maybe he's too stupid. Like the TV came with that setting turned on <laughs> and he's just too stupid. Turn. He just thinks he has that kind of TV. You know, <laughs> he's t- like, Oh, I must've bought a deaf people's TV. Oh, yeah. Well. Google Ragnar. And I think it might just be that he's stupid. Um, yeah. It's a good question. Uh, it doesn't feel right sitting at home. His Facebook message read, This is not by my choice. I don't make those decisions. At this point, it was made for me. I miss all my fans and your support. Let's all stay positive as we move forward. So what exactly was Ragnar asking for, you might ask? Oh, only twenty grand a game for the next 10 years. Essentially, to get paid $1.6 million over the next decade to look and act like an asshole at a renaissance fair for eight games a year. Uh, just in case Ragnar... 
or fans of Ragnar had any illusions about the team buckling, the team released the following statement. The Vikings greatly appreciate what Ragnar has meant to the organization and to fans over the last two decades. We intend to honor his 21 seasons on the field during a 2015 Vikings home game. We'll welcome him to future ceremonial events. We'll always consider Ragnar an important part of Vikings history. Brian, is there anything sadder than a human mascot? Um, no. Nah. It's, first of all, I think we can all agree that accepting the great San Diego chicken, Ted Giannoulis, <laughs> all mascots, in, uh, to a man, to a mascot, to a Philly fanatic, all mascots are horrible and stupid. I, but, I don't, I don't, uh, I know that they're probably horrible because that Brian Gumbel report. I don't mind looking at the animal mascot. I understand they're probably tortured, so it's not a good thing. But like the, uh, like the Georgia like the bulldog, the, the, the Georgia, Georgia bulldog. bulldog, like yeah. I'm, I'm fine with something like that. Um, the Colorado Buffalo is pretty cool. I'll give you that. It's cool. The, the Texas Longhorn. Mike was it Mike the Tiger LSU? He lives in this big like thing on campus. This giant tiger thing. Is that campus. true? Oh yeah, I went to an LSU game. It was awesome. He has like a whole habitat there. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm sort of in. I'm cool with them. But any like has anybody ever even a kid is not super excited to see the mascot pop out. Also, this guy was asking for twenty grand up. From fifteen hundred per game, it's like a, he wanted like a twelve hundred percent raise, Ed. And how? I mean, how many people pay attention? No, as much as much as uh, I, I think the game day experience. You, I don't know if you really notice those people. Like TV loves to come in and out of commercials with the cheerleaders, or maybe that guy Ragnar, or the the fucking dimwit yes. fireman, fireman Ed. Yes, that dingbat. He's uh, back. I heard. Yeah, he's back. And, like, those people are sort of, like, they, they just want to have, like, some sort of cheesy TV intro. But, like, the people who go to the games, they don't give a shit about Ragnar. The guy rides, a, like, a, a Harley. He's a Viking on a Harley. I guarantee you that if you polled Minnesota Viking fans, none of them would have any idea that, that you're still working the same Ragnar that you've been working since 1994. <laughs> yeah. They would just assume that, oh, they get a different guy every couple years. Yeah. I, I mean, how hard is it to find a balding dude with uh, a long beard in yes. Minnesota? Yes. And also, if you polled Minnesota Vikings fans and you said, okay, there will be no more Ragnar at our games, or you might see a quarter on the street and pick it up, which will you choose? That's right. Yes. And this guy wanted 20 grand a game. <laughs> and- and he was making fifteen hundred, like fifteen hundred. Like, and on top of that, he was probably getting really good seats that aren't included in that fifteen hundred. And he probably did appearances at like car dealerships where he for a f- he get a few hundred bucks to go out for an hour to a to an Oldsmobile dealership on a Saturday in the off season. And do you, hey, come meet Ragnar. You know what I would do? You know how people say, "Oh, if they got a time machine, they'd go kill Hitler." I think if I got a time machine, I'd take Ragnar and I'd send him to the real time of the Vikings and have that guy fend for himself against Eric the Red and all those goons. <laughs> yeah, make him make him hang out with actual. He's like, hey, I'm Ragnar. Hey, Ragnar. And they're like, all right. He just should gets we, maced we rape, through the should skull. We, should we rape him first or drive this mace right through his forehead? <laughs> uh, I will. I'm, I'm going to go back on. There was one cool mascot, and he was, he was one of those. Um, like not employed by the team mascots. 
It was in the 80s. Is it the gorilla? No. The Phoenix that, gorilla? The Phoenix gorilla. That, that one. No. <laughs> uh, it was in the 80s, and it was this guy called Danson Barry that used to go to the Laker games at the Forum. He was at every game, and in during timeouts, he would like he was like basically just like a coked out LA guy, like <laughs> had sunglasses on and a suit, and it, during timeouts he would just like dance down the aisles like an so idiot. Was he the? Uh, he was probably the inspiration for the dancing Homer from that Simpsons episode. Where yes, he- yes, that's exactly right. Dance, dance, and Barry, and I don't, I don't know what ever, I don't know what happened. To Dancing Barry, I feel like once the like cocaine moved out of the out of fashion, Dancing Barry kind of went with it. I mean, if you had to pick a coked out dancing mascot, and you could pick any name on earth, wouldn't it be Barry? Of course, yes, yes. <laughs> it was the eighties. He was called Barry, and he was at the Laker game wearing sunglasses. Like, come on, that guy was the best. Rip Dancing Barry. That's great. Okay, what else? Texas Christian University, the nation's third-ranked football team, suspended two of its players, senior defensive end Mike Tuawa and redshirt freshman wide receiver Andre Pettis-Wilson after they were arrested for felony robbery and bodily injury charges. Here's what the arrest warrant states. At 11 p.m. on September 4th, a beer can hit the group of three guys walking down the street holding a case of Keystone Light. They turned around and asked the guys why they threw the beer. Here's one of the victims' account for what happened next. A black male suspect wearing a TCU backpack, the type of which is issued to TCU athletes, uh, hit the man with a closed fist to his temple. He felt pain and backed away quickly and bent over. He, he then ran in fear he was going to be assaulted. When the other guy looked up, he observed the three suspects kicking and punching the man on the ground. I'm, I'm trying to read around a bunch of words redacted. There are, <laughs> all, all the victims are redacted, redacted, yeah, yeah. redacted. Uh, anyway, he was laying on the ground in the fetal position while the suspects were hitting and kicking him. Uh, the guy s- stated that the suspects stopped assaulting. Once the s- suspect said, get the beer, uh, he, s- he stated that the Asian Pacific male with the big hair picked up the case of Keystone Light, which belonged to one of the victims, and all three suspects ran south through an alley. The Fort Worth Police Department's job got significantly easier when they got to the scene of the crime. At the scene of the offense, the observers... Observe, uh, the officers observed several items that are believed to have been left behind by the suspects, including a bottle of Bombay sas- Sapphire, a bottle of Heineken, and a pair of black, red and black sunglasses. Uh, they also looked at the scene, and an iPhone cell phone rang that was left on the ground, and the name that appeared on the caller ID was Mike Tuawa. Brian, after Mike Tuawa completes his degree from TCU, do you think he goes right to med school, or does he spend a few years at a think tank in D.C.? Only football players are stupid enough to commit crimes in a place where pretty much every knows, everyone knows exactly who they are. And leaves a cell phone and then calls the cell phone that's yes. laying there. Also, I didn't realize Keystone was still a thing. It was definitely a thing in college. Oh, I guess, for sure. I guess that's the thing. They probably said, you know what? We're pulling on national advertising. Nobody actually cares about our beer. We're just going to college towns. That's it. Yes, of course. Remember Keystone Ice? Ice was the big craze in the mid nineties. Five percent. The mid nineties. It was there was there was Bud Ice. Every, every ice, and then ice. and then there was like Red Red Dog, Red Red Wolf. Yeah. There were yeah. They were all like ice beers. Molson Ice. I mean Molson Ice. Ice, ice House. Ice House. And they all, all, all taste all, like shit. 
They all tasted like shit, but had a little more alcohol in them. And that was the name of the game. Yeah. Yes. Because what you need is beer with more alcohol in it. Like You're not drinking enough. Natty Light with 4% or whatever it is is fine. But if you get a Natty Ice with 5.5, like you're going to get drunk that much faster. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, these guys are stupid. I don't know. TCU, aren't they supposed to be Christians? Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing... I'm guessing that I what I don't know what religion the uh I'm guessing Samoan the Tua yeah, Tua yeah. Awa they're Mormons a lot of the time. Yeah, but they usually go to Utah and BYU. BYU. Yeah. But, uh I don't know. Yeah, Keystone. But they're all <laughs> defensive linemen. Right. That's right. Yeah, they're big. You, you never see those guys playing playing, <laughs> you know, they're not scat backs. No, they're big big people. Ed, have you heard of Jared Rutledge and Jacob Owens. No. Well, these two guys, they had a nice little thing going in Asheville, North Carolina, where they ran Waking Life Espresso, supplying many local residents and businesses with fantastic coffee and coffee-related products. It sounds like these two dudes, were they're like young guys that were well Liked in t- in a small town, and I think and- Asheville. I've never been, but I think that's supposed to be like the Austin of of Austin, Texas, of North Carolina. Yeah, like North it's supposed Car- to have like an artsy scene and stuff yeah. like that. I think you're right. Yeah, no, Asheville, Greenville, like Ra- Raleigh. It's kind of like a cooler part of the South, and these guys are definitely hipsters. Mm-hmm. And everything was going great for these two bros until it was discovered. That they were also, in, in addition to their coffee business, they were also the geniuses behind a pickup artist website and podcast called Holistic Game, <laughs> where they detailed their strategy and tactics for seducing various women. The site, Ed, which carried the tagline, quote, putting sweet D in the tender V since 2013 featured dozens of descriptions of these douchebag de Bergerac's conquests. Here are a couple of choice examples. Mm. Number 33, they're so chivalrous, Ed, that they only would identify uh, the chick by their initial. Number 33, (laughs) C, Tinder, which is apparently I met her, and this one got a good grade, three-eighths. Really sexy, feminine, generous, mid-twenties brunette. All caps. Massive tits. (laughs) I fucked her in the ass for the first time, and she promptly got weird on me and withheld sex the next time we saw each other. I let it ride and found out later she'd been seeing her ex again. She got weird because I came in her ass while things were getting serious with him. They're still together. She swore to me she wanted something casual, but her need for stability drove her back to her ex. Number Whoa. 34, N, also Tinder. I don't know what the rankings are, but this one got a two in something. Six, eight, two. Skinny, trashy single mother in her mid-twenties. I fucked her ass and she shit on my bed. We oh, went our no. separate ways and she never texted me back. <laughs> I think she's riding the carousel of bad boys until she can find a dad for her kids. Ed. Mud on the helmet. Shockingly, the Asheville (laughs) 
North Carolina area is not happy. No. And a boycott of these gentlemen's business has been organized. Ed, <laughs> have you ever met a guy that was really into bragging about his conquest that you didn't automatically assume was also secretly trolling local ga- local gyms, <laughs> men's steam rooms in order to find what he truly desired? <laughs> yeah. I I can only and it was always fake, but I was thinking as you're reading this, this is who who's listening to this podcast yes. or reading this blog? Yes. Like this is Penthouse Forum, right? Yes. Like but, most like, not like as just good. bullshit made up stuff Probably. and it's cool to 13-year-olds, but then when you're actually having sex, you're like this is both improbable and really stupid. Yeah. What's what's the upside? There's what a, are you getting out of this? You're getting you're being a, some anonymous guy who's getting anonymous high fives for getting mud on the helmet. Yeah, from douchebags, yeah, from and assholes. The, and the people who are into that are terrible people. Yeah, why would you want to interact with those guys? Like, I get it. Like, you're you want to be feel like the man, but you're you're not the man. You're you're pretending to be the man anonymously. And oh, by the way, it just ruined your fucking thriving small business. Yeah, and. It seems it seems like a pretty bad move because you're you're not you're also not the coxman of New York City. You're the coxman of Asheville. Exactly, exactly. There's you probably know, pump the brakes, buddy. There's probably a lot of very nice, very pretty girls in Asheville right. that you can have sex with and and in in a gentlemanly fashion, not review it on the yeah. internet later. I bet I bet the news anchors around there are pretty nice. I bet you they are. I bet the weather you very, girls? Yes. I bet you. Me, sorry, meteorologists? I bet you they're working on their non-regional diction. And as, and as soon as they can ditch that southern yeah, accent. To go gonna, to they're L.A. Gonna, or New York. They're going to send their tape out to a real city. Right. That's, that's what you should be targeting. Exactly. And it's never like the guy. We all knew this guy. The guy that really was had a way with the ladies. That really... You know, you go out with him on the weekend. He's always talking to girls. He's always he's a charismatic guy, and he's never the guy that's giving you details on what happens. No, he's he's the guy you you wish gave you details because he knew he actually had details. Right? You maybe hey, let me smell your fingers, Steve. You know, like, like how, how did you do? Was was she crazy? He's like, yeah, yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, she's, it was cool. good, she's good, good girl. Yeah, she's really nice. It was, it was a good time. <laughs> You're like what? Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, I, th- I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Ed, I'm going to yeah. make a stream of consciousness list of the most progressive cities I can think of, okay? Okay. Here we go. San Francisco. Mm-hmm. New York City. Mm-hmm. London. Mm-hmm. Tokyo. Okay. And, oh, Okama, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Ed, I've, I've never been to Okama or uh, Okima. I'm gonna assume it's Okama. But I'm, it, I'm gonna guess it's never gonna be important to know. It's not important, but I, I gotta guess that it has to rate somewhere between Constantinople and Mesopotamia on the list of most evolved <laughs> city states, based solely on the actions of one preschool teacher, who this week forced a four-year-old caught riding with his left hand. To switch to his right because the left was, quote, unlucky, 
evil and sinister. Whoa. Ed, we all know that lefties are basically circus freaks who can't be trusted, but <laughs> should we also now be concerned that they are also <laughs> possessed of demons? <laughs> you know, it's... What, it, I think lefties are one in ten, something in that ballpark. Right. Uh, my wife's a lefty. <sighs> wow. And she's... She's nuts. So Breaking yeah, I mean, news. She's, she's a lefty and she's crazy, so th- that all makes sense. But what I was thinking while you're talking about this is I would understand it on some level if it were the other way around. Because wouldn't you want to have a lefty? I mean, if, you can be downright mediocre at baseball. You yeah. can have a long career if you're a lefty. Yes. Just think about Jose Lima or Bruce Chen. These are guys that pitched for, like, decade, a decade and a half. Yes. And they were terrible just because they were lefty. Um, yeah. Uh, Jason Grimsley. Was Jason Grimsley not a left-hander? I'm sure any shitty pitcher that had a long career that you can think of was a lefty. Yeah. Lefties Shit, shitty righties, Shitty righties get moved to the pen and then moved out of the league in, like, three That's years. Right. You always need a loogie in the bullpen. And you, you got to have at least one. There's always that one mediocre left-hander that they just keep around until Barry Bonds comes up. Yeah. And it's, Barry Bonds is up, and they just fucking cross their fingers and they, go get him. It's your turn. I, I'm pretty sure Jose Lima lost like 18 games in a year and then was still part of the rotation the next year. He, I mean, he was. He's I think a, He's dead, right? He's unfortunately no longer part of the right. Earth's rotation. <laughs> he's 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 pitching. He's he's the south, big South Pole in the sky now. <laughs> His thoughts and prayers because he was supposedly a very cool guy. I wouldn't be surprised if Bruce Chen is still pitching for somebody. <laughs> Should we look it up? <laughs> yeah. I I do want to say this: like I, this woman, this woman teacher is obviously crazy. Like she's actually nuts. Bruce Chen is Panamanian. What? I thought he was Asian. He is Asian, but he's from he's born in Panama. I'm I'm saying I thought he was like like a guy who uh, came from the Taiwanese league. Maybe he did. Born June nineteenth, nineteen seventy seven, in Panama, Panama High School. Look at Instituto Panamericano, (laughs) Panama, Panama. Yeah, look ninety eight. To tw- so we did pitch this year, 2015. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot. And never good. Bra- Braves, Phillies, Mets, Expos, Reds, Astros, Red Sox, Orioles, Rangers, Royals, Cleveland Indians. Been on a lot of teams. That means he's a lefty. And everybody's like, well, I need that lefty. <laughs> What's Bruce Chen doing? And look, he. and if you look at which years... He never lasted more than three years at a place. No, he, no, he was on. Wasn't he on the Royals? Lo- oh, he was. On, he was on the Royals from '09 to '14. But yeah. like the first nine stops were were pretty, pretty impressive. He was on. He was a beloved member of the Baltimore Blue Jays. Baltimore Blue Jays. Baltimore Orioles. He loved. Their team sound the same. He loved giving up the home run. Oh, oh. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. I w- I would take this teacher's side if she didn't bring in the evil and unlucky and the and um, Satan being the cause of this kid's left-handedness because this kid's name was Zaid, Z-A-Y-D-E. Oh, oh 
well, then I take it all back. She was fine. <laughs> I mean, it, it is Oklahoma, and the kid is named Zade. But I, I, I got to be on, for the one time in my life, I'm going to take the side of a Zade. Hey, by the way, when I was looking it up, Bruce Chen's Twitter handle is Chen Music. I saw that. I saw that. Get it? <laughs> yeah. Chen Music. Yeah. Chen yeah. Music. It's a pun, Ed. Yeah, I get it. Baseball players love puns. They love, they love shit that's not funny, like hot feet and pies in the face. And if you're wondering why his career wrapped up at the age of 38 this year for the Cleveland Indians, he was 0 and 1 with a 1279 ERA. That sounds like he only got in one game. Yeah, six innings pitch, 17 <laughs> hits, nine runs. He's probably he's probably waiting for the call up. He's probably going to be back next year. Okay, Ed, it's time. What do we got? We got back into it last week. It is time for the million dollar baller battle. Yes. Okay, Ed, last week we rolled out a major fight in the octagon. Of course, it was big in the news last week, was, or over the past few weeks, has been Kim Davis, the Kentucky clerk, who, who's, who's lord, much like the lord in the, of the woman from Oklahoma who thought that, that left-handers <laughs> were possessed by the devil. Yeah. This woman refused to obey the law, the Supreme Court of the United States, the United States Constitution, and allow gay people to, to, to – she's the county clerk, and she refused to – She's sexy as hell, too. She's beautiful, and she refused <laughs> to grant marriage licenses to gays. She's in one corner. Okay. She's in that – Denim muumuu she wears with a long I could see her with shirt. a mouthpiece in. Yeah, she's got, like punching she's, her fist together. She's got. She's saying a little prayer because she's about to come out and do some damage. On the other side of the ring, sitting on his stool, sort of slumped over. Like, Always sure on a stool. He, not sure if he's blind or not. I feel like he also wears slippers in public and sweaters. That said, he's, he's going. He's going uber casual these days. The, the dude loves to commit rape. Of course, I'm talking about America's dad, Bill Cosby, author we, of Fatherhood, that's the right. book. We wanted to know who would win in a fight: Bill Cosby or Kim Davis. It's a fight to the death, and a couple listeners have weighed in. Uh, this is from the other Ryan in Houston. Uh, he's got a tale of the tape. What the cause has going for him. He's a dude, luxurious sweaters to dampen any blows rain down upon him, all that sweet <laughs> jello endorsement money from the 80s to hire a pre-fight trainer, the fact that his eyes don't look in the same direction, which is sure, sure to confuse any opponent, Kay Davis's tail of the tape, probably 50 pounds on the cause, righteous indignation, she's from Kentucky, so most likely an inbred hatred of black people. Neither one of these scumbags look like they have caught sight of a gym since Tricky Dick Nixon was in the Oval Office. So physically, it's going to be a tough battle for both. Yeah, I, I could see them both being very winded right away. Yeah, yeah. this is going to be like a couple of missed punches and then them just doubling over. Yeah, kind of thing. punched out. Since the cause has been qualified to receive Social Security for well over a decade, his advanced age and decrepit body would normally have me leaning towards that very handsome Kentucky County clerk if it were a fair fight. 
However, we all know that the cause plays dirty, so his best move will be to use her obvious love of desserts against her by leaving a slice of blackberry cobbler stuffed full of quaaludes in the corner. That is his move. This has been a well-thought-out answer. Very much so. And after she rapidly inhales the tempting southern treat, Cause will be able to have his way with her right there in the middle of the ring. Jesus! And we all know what that means. Luckily for Cosby, Davis will be unconscious, so there's no way she will fall in love with him. Cause wins in a total sleeper. Get it, Ed? (laughs) I got it. Here's another one. To the untrained eye, the million-dollar baller battle from episode 87 seems easy. The homophobic clerk from Kentucky would kick the shit out of America's favorite serial rapist, Bill Cosby. However, Cosby would have slipped the clerk a Mickey in her water bottle well before the fight. So by the time the bell rings, the clerk is woozy to the point of passing out. That's where our boy Cosby pounces. Not only does Cosby beat the clerk to a bloody, ignorant mess, but later he rapes the shit out of her at the number six dance. I don't don't even know what that means. That that seems like a weird fantasy going on now. (laughs) That is from Ish. Yeah, that's, that took a real weird turn. Both, both those listeners have weighed in with Cosby as the winner. <laughs> Ed, what are your thoughts on this million-dollar baller battle? Um, I think what it comes down to is Cos won his, quote, fights by just drugging someone. This is a guy who... I think everybody felt compelled to bow down to the great old stand-up, but like I watched his final couple appearances on Letterman, oh yeah, and he was not moving well, and he needed a stool to do his stand-up, which was terrible. Yes, he was do- totally out of it, and this is a chick. I don't. I mean, she is disgusting and in horrible shape, but she is fueled by hate. She is a loathsome human being who's yes. fueled by hate. Cosby is just a like a just a rapist who is just you know was relying on drugs and everything. This chick would maul Cosby. He's he is out of gas. That guy is he's going to be he's going to be dead before he serves any time if if he ever gets officially charged. Like I don't I don't see that guy having more than like two years left. I agree. I think I've made the proclamation that he will be dead within two years. And yeah, Ed, let's not forget, this guy likes to do his damage to incapacitated victims. That's what I'm saying. Like, that, that guy didn't, he never won a fight. He no. Was, he, was, he was going against defenseless and people. This, this broad's from Kentucky. She's been married half a dozen times. She's angry at gay she's people so for angry. no reason. She's, she's got so the, angry. She's got the Lord in her corner. She runs out and she just throws that big moo denim moo that she wears yeah. over his head and just start it's like it's like a hockey fight when the guy gets the jersey pulled over his head and then she just starts pummeling yeah, this guy's I, got no I chance see her, i see her pulling out uh a crucifix from her from between her tits and just jabbing it right through his neck yes stabs him right in the throat uh yeah e- easy win for kim davis the kentucky clerk good for her uh, i don't have one for this weekend Getting, now, they're getting harder. We'll take one, your submissions. One on, one off. But I think the bigger submission, we, we go back to shaming. I love shaming. We could do more shaming. Yeah, Reach out to us. Who, who needs to be shamed? Hit us on Twitter, at Easy Ed Daily, at Brian Beckner. Email us, mailbag at com. We're happy to shame people, or, or not. 
Well, we'll be the judge. We'll decide who needs shaming. It is time to talk a little pop culture in a segment we like to call Fancy Pop. Joining us now is our very own pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Oh, hello. I'm good. Hey, Kate. Hi. Uh, okay, well, now that you're here, Kate, we have a couple of life coaching questions. First oh, comes from our... Guys, uh-huh. we, 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 we here on the program, we like to help you if you have any re- sex and relationship questions, fashion, uh, fashion, hygiene, I don't know, cleanliness, any kinds of cuisine... Any kinds of questions. We can, help, you with all we that. can help coach your lives. And here's one. This is from Ish. Headline. Subject. Sex headache. Not what you think. Hashtag life coaching help needed. My wife and I were having sex the other morning. Already TMI. <laughs> when low. Pretty, pretty sure this just opened up that I'm bragging about sex with my That's wife. Right. We <laughs> glad you're having sex with your wife, Ish. Yeah, great. Congrats. When high five. When lo and behold, it gets worse, guys. Hold on. No. When lo and behold, as I was finishing. Oh. Jeez, oh. right. this is your wife you're talking about. My skull felt like it was going to explode. Is that a euphemism? Uh, it's probably just embarrassed that he wrote this email. Double explosion. The two-day headache that followed was terrible. Good one, Kate. Because I'm a guy. I'm obviously ready to, and I do not approve of this word. I'm going to get throw up. Screw again. <laughs> this, is, this is the grossest email. Who says screw? Please, screw. Like old people. Um, yeah, the dancing. What is the dancing the guy at the Laker fit. games? Yeah, very, dancing yeah. Barry? He probably <laughs> said screw. <laughs> that seems like something that went out with da- dancing Barry. I'm obviously ready to screw again, but here's the problem. While my wife I- loves having sex with me... I, I feel like we'd need her to weigh in on that. But yeah, please. I'm, I'm guessing if he's using these kind of Allegedly. words, she, yeah. she probably does not enjoy do it. Do you think, like, when he when he's talking dirty, he's like, do you like the way I'm screwing you? You want me to keep, you want me to continue to screw you with <laughs> you, my penis? You know, Broad, you you know, broad you're really built. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're one put together day. I already have too many images I didn't ever wanted in my head. Uh, well, well, okay, hold on. Now I have one of... Brian doing ish, talking dirty. While my my wife loves having sex with me, she's afraid that rather than just getting another horrible headache, I'll die, albeit with a happy ending. I'm I'm really regretting reading this email. Here's my life coaching question. What can I say to her to reassure her everything is fine so we can get back at it? FYI, this is the first time in 20 years of having sex with her that it happened. I'm in pretty decent shape. So much bragging. And I get yearly physicals. I obviously don't smoke, but I do exercise. Ish. Okay. Kate, what say this were happening to you? Say your... I'm just trying to break this email down first. Say your fantastic lover. Ish. Are you yeah, sure? Yeah, when you, are you when you guys are necking at inspiration <laughs> points, <laughs> what would you say if your lover developed a headache once when you guys banged and st- st- he, well, when he wanted to bang the next time? Well, 
If I wasn't a huge fan of the way he screwed me, <laughs> I might it. say, maybe we should lay off that it's, in case you die. <laughs> no, if you're not a huge, if you're not a huge fan of his screwing, you'd be like, All right, let's do it again. <laughs> see if you can just kill him off. <laughs> see if his brain explodes. Uh, I, ish. I mean, I mean go to the doctor. Gonna, he's. Ish, you're not going to die. You're not going to die from sex. You're probably dehydrated or you had... If you had a two-day headache, maybe you might die. Yes. There might be... There could actually be something wrong with that you. Is a, if I had a if I had a two day headache from having sex, I, pretty, I would definitely go to a doctor. That's a pretty long headache. I would get an MRI. I would get an MRI. But there could just this and also, but the MRI is going to reveal that he thinks it's 1954 with those terms. <laughs> but also, this is this could be causation by correlation. Like just because you got a headache after sex doesn't right, mean the exactly. sex caused the headache, exactly. right? Yeah. Right. So in short, you probably have a. Brain tumor, Go to the right? doctor and stop. Yeah, you're probably about to have an aneurysm. Go to the doctor and stop saying screw. Also, Ish, are you yeah. saying that you haven't had sex since the headache? You should oh, yeah. try, you should test it out. I think he sent, sent this email a couple weeks ago, too. You should, no, <laughs> no one can go that long without sex. You should, this might, you should this test might it out it. and yeah. see. Like, because I bet you the next time you vigorously screw your wife, oh, you'll be fine. Kate. Um, I'm just trying to stay so, on theme can, here. Can, I mean, if it's been more than 72 hours since he's written this email, he's probably dead because no one can go that also long without ish, sex. Maybe you should what? try having sex with yourself and see. Good. Oh, yeah. Because it's the same result. Maybe try a different position-ish. Okay. Okay, here's another one. Hope that helped. Guys, we're life coaches here. Guys, could you please address the etiquette associated with choosing a urinal? Lately, I've noticed an increasing number of monsters sidling up directly next to me when there are open spaces across the board. I was under the impression that there were some unwritten rules in regards to this situation. Am I in the wrong here for expecting a one-stall barrier, if at all possible? Of course, if there is a crowd or a professional athlete, Ed, I understand mm-hmm. all bets are off. Your thoughts. That's from Ross Bruins. Kate, yeah, I... I I assume you're gonna. I don't know what it would be like pissing next to a stranger in public. It would be, yes, because women don't have to do that, right? But that's weird. Why don't we have to do that? Well, because you have stalls. You sit down. You disrobe to piss. All right. So if there if there were a celebrity, yes. Is it just because okay, we, we sit down? If it were a celebrity woman, would you take a peek, see yeah. what's doing, see, what, see what's going on with their vagina, I like mean, Ed does? Maybe. I'm just saying, in a celebrity situation, I'm curious. Otherwise, I'm repulsed. Agree. Um, yeah. I don't... Uh... I want to know what Muggsy Bogues is packing <laughs> or Manute Bowl. It, it, you know, I'm always going yeah. to want to know what, what a celebrity's packing. That's, that's my own shortcoming, but I'm, a, I'm admitting that, of course, I would check it what out. What about those but, dudes that lean way into the urinal, Ed? What the fuck oh, is yeah. that? Yeah, I I I'm so afraid of touching anything. Yes. I'm not. And there, what are they there doing? are guys Trying who to lean against splatter. What, you know, what they, is that? They lean way in so you can't see their. Dick. There are guys who lean against the wall too. Oh, like they're trying to get some uh, privacy. If, I, if I'm drunk, I do that. I'll throw one hand up there. The forearm. Yeah, I'll throw. I've 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 seen guys do forearm. Oh, no. that's, that's too, too close. close. 
you go forearm, then you're getting very close to touching skin on yeah, porcelain. Sometimes and and somebody else's pubic. Occasionally, hair. I'll just brace myself if I've had a lot to drink. I'll just brace myself by putting. I'm not talking about the hand. I'm saying there are okay. guys who do the yeah, full well, no, lean no in, like they're like they're they're whispering no something to the wall. Um, I think I think we can all agree this. If someone sidles That's... right up next to you in an empty restroom, right, right to you're, your next... you're supposed to. Blow a rape whistle and scream. Yeah. And run I mean, out of the it's room. that that's yeah. someone that needs to be shamed. That's someone that's got an agenda. Yeah. You, you, that's, I would definitely give them a side eye, like, what the fuck yeah, are you doing? You triangulate your position to determine the furthest possible urinal, and then you go to that one. And then, yeah. The, at, yes. At, I was just going to say, at the, at, even though I've been on record saying I'll, I'll check what a celebrity's, oh, what kind of heat he's backing. Knows. If there's if there's a, a room with seven urinals and you know, one guy's at one, I'm still picking the furthest of one, course. even if it's a celebrity. Like I don't I don't care that much. Yes. I would Although, carry with me a witch's hat and I would I would block off the spots on either side of me. Oh, you mean you mean a, a road cone. I don't know what they call it. Yeah. A witch's hat. He calls hat. a road cone a witch's hat. Isn't that what people call what? it? What? Those orange things. That's a pre- <laughs> that's a pretty good idea. I don't pretty, know where I heard I, that. Yeah. But I can never um, think of the actual uh, term for it. I did I would hear block on a, off the, on either side of me, yes. like this. This spot's not. It's not a. It's not a spot for you to yeah, park yourself in. Unavails. That's yeah. a good idea. I I did hear uh, a funny talk show story that uh, it was when they were filming a movie together. Paul Rudd and Jason Segel. Paul Rudd's move was anytime they were like in a place where they were going to public restroom, he would try to beat Jason Segel there, and then he would piss at the urinal like a five-year-old and drop his pants all the way to the ground. That's great. That's great. (laughs) And he said he did it. And sometimes it would be like at an airport when they were traveling together and there would be other dudes like, why is Paul Rudd (laughs) got his pants at his ankles? (laughs) I love that. That's great. I I, 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 steal that. I do love that. That, I was thinking I need to incorporate that sometimes when like a buddy is around. Um, The trough is always an issue. I have, sometimes I have a hard time going at the trough because you're basically like elbow to elbow. And there's a lot of, there's spray. Yeah. There's, there's, just stuff going on. One there. time, I, it's pretty gross. one time I was at Wrigley Field and it, the trough was stacked up, and there was like people lined up. And my buddy Mike just walked up and pushed in between two guys and started going. And somebody yelled <laughs> at him, and they're like, "Hey, dude, there's a line!" And he's like, "Not between these two guys." <laughs> uh, okay, enough urinal etiquette. Uh, we all know that that guy needs to be shamed. That guy's a bad yeah, guy. Of course, triangulate of course. the Ter- furthest possible distance away. Right. Also, but right. also at the same time. Don't be that guy that needs to piss in the stall. Some oh, some of us need yeah, that stall, and you have pissed all over it. And some of us are going in there to do bumps or have a relieve ourselves. And there's piss everywhere. Yeah, yeah there's a, there's a moment of great sadness when you resign yourself to the fact that, like, oh shit, I need yes. to go in and use this stall. Yes. Like it's it's a terrible moment. Mm-hmm. But the, what would make mm-hmm. it more terrible is if you have to wait. For some asshole who's just afraid, or some asshole who's carelessly pissing all over the yes. seat. Get over it. Get over yourselves. Okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is going on in Fancy Pop? Um, okay, lead story today Sean Penn is suing Empire, the TV show Empire, yes. creator, creator Lee Daniels, yes. for $10 million, claiming that he dragged his name through the mud and accused him of hitting women just to make. Terrence Howard, woman beater, look better. Interesting. Um, Daniels did an interview in which he said, 
Terrence ain't done nothing different than Marlon Brando or Sean Penn, and all of a sudden he's some fucking demon. That's a sign of the time, of race, of where we are right now in America. So, Sean Penn claims in his suit that Daniel's comments were reckless, malicious, um, and Sean has falsely, for years, been the subject of scandalous, scurrilous, and baseless attacks. Um, However, Sean Penn has been caught on video attacking paparazzi and has been prosecuted for it. As for women, there have been numerous reports that he allegedly brutalized Madonna in the late 80s and numerous publications reported he was charged and convicted. Um, It appears the story about being charged and convicted is incorrect, though. He was never charged. Um, So there you go. $10 million lawsuit. Um, Interesting. Ed, your thoughts? Well, a couple things. One, I will never be on the side of Lee Daniels because that asshole puts his name in the title of all his movies. That's right. right. It was Lee Daniels the butler. butler. Lee Daniels precious. Lee Daniels this like a fucking ego. You're the lead director. You're getting paid plenty. Go fuck yourself. Calm the fuck down, Lee Daniels. Good point. You too, Tyler Perry. And and look, Sean Penn. Whether he's a good dude or not, is a fantastic actor. Yeah, he's a great actor. Terrence Howard has been in one good movie. One. Yeah. And he's going to get a lot less slack. That's the way society works. Sure. I mean, like, I, I, I loved Hustle and Flow, but I pretty much think he's the worst in everything else. So you're, you're going to get slack. I think we all know how I feel about uh, Terrence Howard. And yes. also, Lee Daniels can suck a dick if he's sticking up for Terrence Howard. Uh, and he's, yeah, he's doing well, it in a sticking up way by, like, just talking about, you know, things that happened 30 years ago. Like, whether or not Sean Penn is a, a bad dude doesn't make what you, Terrence yeah, Howard Yeah, and it, you don't right. need to bring somebody else's name you, into a conversation. You can't defend somebody's criminal actions by bringing up other people that did cri- the same criminal activity. It's like Sirhan right. Sirhan going into court and saying, oh, just hold on. Mark David Chapman. <laughs> what about Lee Harvey Oswald? <laughs> like, he killed the fucking president. All I did was kill the president's brother. Like, calm down. Right. He's way worse than me. That's, a, that's just, just but, a ridiculous But mostly, defense. let's not forget... Yeah. Let's not forget, Lee Daniels puts his name on everything. Good point. He's a bad, he's a terrible human now, being. Also, he's made that show Empire. No, that looks bad. Uh, I, I, I can't speak on it because I honestly haven't seen a second of that show. This will be interesting because libel, very difficult to prove, but also a defense of libel is truth. And if it's, if Sean Penn is saying, hey, He's saying shit about me that's not true. And if somebody comes out and says, oh, by the way, it is true what he said, then we'll know once and for all, Sean Penn, bad guy. We'll see. He wasn't convicted. I doubt anyone's going to come charging in and say, yeah, he did this. Fantastic. I mean, it would be great if he did to be called on it, but I think that ship has sailed. A lot of hair dye in that hair of his. Also, what's he like? Sure. Five. By four. At the same time, yeah, he's, we- his, he's teeny weeny. Yeah, his performance in Carlito's way is better than anything That's Howard or, his, or Lee Daniels has done ever his, in their lives combined. Shanghai Surprise is a f- far finer f- movie than anything that those guys have put together. Oh, yeah, fuck them. F them. Okay, continue. Um, next story: A retired police officer is claiming that he took a bribe in return for helping Tupac Shakur. 
fake his own death. Oh, I love these stories. The police officer's on his deathbed. <laughs> of course. Um, well, you know he's not a current police officer. No, definitely not. <laughs> um, for years, fans have spun theories about the death of um, Tupac. Well, some claim he was murdered by the LAPD. Others insist he's not dead at all. It's being reported that retired police officer David Myers made the alleged confession as he lies in critical condition in the hospital, revealing that he was paid $1.5 million in his part for the cover-up. Of the cover-up, in the cover-up. The former cop claims that over 30 people were involved in the cover-up, including Suge Knight, obviously. You're kidding. Um, to facilitate the cover-up, Myers claims that Shakura paid 50000 for a look-alike to be taken to the morgue. <laughs> such a look-alike. Good I love look-alikes. Um, while the authenticity of Myers' alleged confession remains unverified, the circumstances of Shakura's death remains highly questionable to fans who have claimed sightings of the rapper over the years. I heard he lives in Cuba. I I will probably butcher a quote from the greatest American of all time, uh, Ben Franklin. Three people can keep a secret as long as two of them are dead. There's no way that's true. Of course. That's that's exactly right. (laughs) There's there's zero chance. Uh, No. What, he died in 96? Yeah, 97. 96. Oh, 96. September 7th, 96. Yeah, shit leaks out. Over time, like there's, <laughs> this is beyond ridiculous. Also, he didn't die. It wasn't like they died. He died and they cremated him right away. He was dying in the hospital for like a week. That's right. Yeah, his mom was visiting yeah, him, and like they're they're day, having vigils. Like he was there too later. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was like not long it after he like got it, shot. It felt like it was a few days at least. Nah, it, it sure. had Don't to be touch and go for a few days. <laughs> yeah, but either yeah. way, it's it, of course, of course, no conspiracies are real. No, None. That's that's. I gotta agree with Ed there. Uh, okay, Kate, what else? So apparently, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt are about to move forward with the adoption of a Syrian oh, orphan, Christ. adding one more oh, to their brood God. of six. They already have six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the one hand, it's like... This doesn't bother me so much. Yeah, it's... It's a, you have the It's means, an altruistic thing to do. And you have like an army of nannies, and you have... A lot of money, yes. and you have a huge. You live in a castle, but but when it's about you, like, is it really about the kid, or is it about them? It, well, it's about I, it's about both. Yeah, but it's about both. But the kid benefits. The, the, yeah, the end game is <laughs> one day you're a Syrian refugee. Refugee. You have the won day, the lottery yes. of all lotteries. Yes. You're being you're being raised by a super rich nanny. Yeah. Like, either way, yeah. it's way better. You were living deal. in way a villa better. called Miraval in the south of France. Yeah, that's not a bad gig. Is that what their, oh. that what their estate's But yeah, I will say, is. as much as I do enjoy the south of France, the service could use some improvement. They take forever to give you that fucking bill. That's true. Just want to get out they of are in no They have a different way of life there. Yeah, fuck you. They, like, they don't rush you how, out. How about, I enjoy, how about I enjoy my day somewhere other than these uncomfortable outdoor restaurant seats? And you have to... Because every outdoor restaurant seat is uncomfortable. You have, you have to call for the bill. Yeah. Hey, come on. Just give me the fucking bill, and then I'll decide if I want to hang out here. <laughs> and you, they don't. Assholes. They don't. You can't tip too much in Europe. They get. They have a real. They don't like Americans coming over and, and splashing around their big fat tips. Yeah. Guess what? I'm not going to tip for that fucking <laughs> slow ass service, assholes. Uh, okay. Any more, Kate? No, that's it. Okay. That's my wrap. Excellent job as always, Ed. You as well. Uh, that's it for us. For Ed Daly, for Kate McManus. 
I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. Congrats to us. Yeah, good job, us. High fives all around. Yeah.